What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Counter Current Podcast. My name is Andrew. I got I got the bros here. That's right. My name is Chris. And I'm Josiah. So I'm the youngest of the gang uh, here of, of, of the squad. And I mean, I will tell you a little bit about ourselves because, I mean, this is the first episode. We're just kind of getting to know everybody here, even those that, that are watching in our heart. You know, when we call something Counter Current Generation or Counter Current Podcast was that we want to learn how to live counter the current of culture because that's always what a Christian has been. Mm -hmm. Christian has never gone with the flow. It's always been a little bit against the flow. That's true. And that's what makes the impact. So we're going to talk about all what it means practically and everything. But before we jump into kind of the the content of everything, I'll tell you a little bit about ourselves. Uh, I'm the youngest and which, shoot, I I didn't want to reveal that yet, bro. (laughs) Okay, well, forget I said that. Who's the oldest? No. Put in the comments. Put it in it. the comments. Too Who's late. The, That's it. I, apparently, late. it's definitely not me. Just <laughs> revealed that. And if, if we were standing up, you'd know it wasn't me because I'm the shortest too. But whatever. <laughs> you know, you, you get to vote who's the oldest between them. There and, you go. But I'm the youngest. I, I'm kind of volunteering basically full-time at church, like like basically all, all of us, uh, and with the youth and worship team and and uh, our 10, 10, 10, 11, and 12-year-old kids. I got to tell you, they're like the sassiest group in the world. I'm, yeah. I'm grateful. We'll talk about a, a little bit our story within church, but I've been taking care of kids since I was a kid. That's right. And uh, that, that made me mature real quick because somebody right. had to be a, the adult even when you're 13 years old. But that's a story for another time. Or 11. Um, what? Or, or 11, exactly. But anyways, <laughs> that's a little bit about me. But tell us yeah, um, Well, you actually never even said what you actually do. Well, I'm in, I'm, I'm in real estate uh, investing. So yeah. I am the young kid that you see on your social media f- feed pop up, who's a guru, 24 years old, has a Lamborghini and tells you you have to invest in rentals and start flipping mm, houses. No, you don't have a Lamborghini. Mine is a Lamborghini <laughs> and mine is the million dollars. But yes, I am an And investor. the rentals. And the rentals. So mine is all that. But yeah, I'm, I'm in real estate investing. <laughs> I'm actually in real estate as well, but I'm in residential and commercial. So I primarily represent buyers and sellers. I'm a real estate agent. So that's pretty much my... My role as my uh, my primary job, and then I volunteer the rest of my time into the church and serving with my parents uh, as they are pastors of our church called Viva Church, oh. and I'm a drummer there. I volunteer with the young adults, so lots of hats we put on. We enjoy it; it's a great time. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much what what I do. Cool. Yeah, and I have the unique opportunity to uh, serve at church full-time. I'm in ministry full-time, and I am the media director at our church. And also, I help my parents with their ministry. I help them with all the media stuff. And also, I volunteer at worship in worship. I really enjoy that. And I have a unique opportunity to serve full-time in ministry. I was just thinking about that. Like, that's a... It really is a calling because I'd never thought I would do this full time. I thought I would be doing, I don't know, some like videography for weddings or Or cinematography cinematography somewhere, traveling the world, doing something different. But uh, I love what I do and I know God called me to it. So. That's, that's awesome. Do. No, that and and really, our, our heart for this for this podcast is, 
you know, we'll, we'll tell you. So obviously, as you can tell, we're brothers. Um, for some reason, some some somebody said we look like triplets, which I just don't believe no. that. There's like, there's no that way we no look like triplets. We but get twins all the time. They look like twins because of the height. And then somebody, is like, they're like, are you adopted? And I'm like, <laughs> well, no, which again, there's nothing wrong with being adopted. But I'm like, that's that, yeah. not, not the case. At least I haven't found out yet. And uh, <laughs> we haven't told them. <laughs> so, but you know, as, as brothers, we have a lot of conversations ourselves mm-hmm. just about life, about the God's kingdom, about living what it means to live as a Christian. And we yeah. felt like we wanted to share those conversations with you as well and, and have you join in on those conversations. Yeah. And, and that's why it's called countercurrent because we have to learn as Christians to live against the current. Like there has to, there, there's a, there's a very deep phrase that really makes you think that says, if you were ever, um, if you were, if you were ever accused of being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? I want you to think about that. If you ever accused before the court to being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to actually convict you as a Christian? That's good. Or would someone look at your life and be like, dude, I have no idea if he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything different in his life. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like everybody else. He, he, he has the same attitudes. He does the, the same thing as everyone else, but our heart growing up in church and, and we're going to talk a lot about church today um, is is that we've seen how God's kingdom does in fact change every area of our lives. Mm-hmm. It changes our mindset, our outlook yeah. on things. Um, but as, as Josiah mentioned, you know, he, he serves full time. We kind of volunteer mm-hmm. as well there. Church has been our life. Yeah. Yeah. For like, ever. Yeah. And before I, we, we get into that, yeah. I want to touch a little bit as to why we even starting this podcast at all. Yeah. You know, why do this, you know, <laughs> you've probably seen hundreds of podcasts yep. and, you know, they, they always, everybody always has something to say, you know, True. and True. Yeah. that doesn't disqualify anybody from being yeah. able to speak their experiences, yeah. you know, and, and we, we felt like maybe we have something to say. Yeah. Um, and actually this started as a vision to do it in Spanish primarily. Yeah. Uh, we're from Mexico. Somos mexicanos. mexicanos. There we go. That's Simba. You just woke him up. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it, that was kind of primarily our vision. And yeah. we had some friends say, hey, you should put this in English as well and try it out. Yeah. Um, so we want to just put this out there and yeah. be hopefully a blessing to whoever uh, yeah. is listening and hopefully you can share the Spanish for your Spanish speaking friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's kind of primarily the vision behind it is we've experienced a lot as um, kids, teenagers, and now young adults yeah. uh, through the church mm-hmm. and through what God has done in our lives. Yeah. And going back to like our experiences in church and what what God has shown us and God has done in our lives and the people around us, yeah. right? So oh, that's I, why I wanted to. No, I had, I I had a quick question. I, I don't know why that I'm thinking about this, but it's pretty random. You mentioned young adults. Yeah. I, was, I thought you were going to say... Uh, as kids, teens, young adults, and now adults. Oh, that's true. When, no, but when, when do you, it's funny. When do you, when do you, you transition adult? to an adult? Well, you are. Sorry. sorry but like, bro. what made me an adult? Just because well, of my age? Because you're 30 <laughs> tomorrow. That's why. <laughs> that's probably when. No, but. So that's like, true. Like, when, 30 when are you still? Adult I feel like 30, you're an adult now. Yeah. Like, yeah. For, like 
you made it to the third floor. Well, that would go against uh, Jewish tradition, where it's like, oh, really? When you're 16th, you're 16, you're actually an adult. Oh, that, okay. Well, that's, that's that is point, true. We're well, you're, like, a, you're a man. We we now like to say young adults because I guess it gets us. Uh, it gives it gives us, us, us yeah, of immaturity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're kiddles, right? Like what they <laughs> yeah, say. That's true. Like you know how you see yeah. like 35 year olds still be kiddles and yeah. or man child or that's, man child. That's yeah, else they're like, oh, I'm a man child. Man, that's then. another topic for another podcast. <laughs> Jeez, man. Well, now we're, we we we're gonna talk about what it means. Our to generation be an adult. needs to grow up, man. Yeah, that's true. Me included. We need to grow up. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. We that, that that's a really good point. Like we need to we need to grow up. And yeah. Let's talking about grow up, we grew up in church. You see that transition? <laughs> yeah. Grew up in church. Because t- today, I mean, if you if you were going to put like an overall kind of subject of our conversation, has mm-hmm. really been church itself, and a lot church can be uh, mean a lot of different things for different people. Yeah. You know, it can be a good word for some. It could be a bad, even a bad word for some, depending on experiences with yeah. church that someone. Someone has. I'm sorry, I can't focus with Simba stretching. Like yeah, he's, he's just he's just chilling, bro. He likes to do random things. Yeah, so he is our mascot. You're yes. gonna see him. I don't know. Look, he just, just walks around. He just does what he wants. Around. He's really the the boss here. Yeah, he, he's he's the boss. <sighs> so we no. just to give you some some, some context no. is we grew up in Mexico, and there our parents have always been kind of part of the church when we came into the picture. Yeah, and they were part of youth group in, in Mexico. Yeah, then we moved here. And then we were always just involved in church. Ourselves, we weren't necessarily serving. And oh, you might. Did you ever serve in Mexico? Like yeah. actually, like serve in church? In tr- at church uh, yeah, a little yeah, bit, a little bit in the youth group. Youth group. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah. you, you, you guys did. Well, I didn't. I was just running around uh, behind them. But he, <laughs> you did probably a little bit of you know worship, worship, stuff. just a tad. Yeah, yeah, there. Okay, which is a whole experience in itself. Oh, we can I'm, talk about. Bro, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And when we moved here, then a couple of years into being here in the United States, our parents became pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whether we wanted it or not, we became pastor's kids. Yeah, and yeah. then we found out that apparently there is stereotypes with pastor's kids. Yeah. Yeah. You're a PK. Like pastor's kids, like a PK, they're either like the really weird kids that you're just like, well, you know, why are they here? It was because the pastor's kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, when we say PK, now you know the that's the acronym, right? That, yeah, the acronym PK, for pastor's for kids. Pastors kids. So whenever we say PK, that's what it stands. So we yeah. don't keep saying pastor's pastor kids. kids yeah. Pastor's kids, so. pastor's kids. And and there's a lot of stereotypes. There's like you know, PKs who who are no longer at church, right? Because they grew up in church and somehow, you know, they got hurt and are, are no longer and they're they're all messed up. And and that's a real stereotype. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, there, there are memes about them online and everything about mm-hmm. pastor's kids mm-hmm. and everything. And, but, you know, 10 years later, here we are. Now we're weird. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to say we're normal kids. I mean, but Speak for we're yourself, not, bro. <laughs> okay, but I'm not like that weird. You know, I hope not. Well, we'll we'll let the polls show that. But (laughs) the whole point is we're here. We're, you're 30, 26. Well, you're about to be 30. 26. Mm -hmm. I'm 24. And we're heavily involved in church still. Yeah. We love church. Church is a huge part of our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Like, why is it that at our ages, because we've been through stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, church can get messy Mm -hmm. for people, but we're still here. Mm -hmm. And we still love being at church and all that. And I feel that I don't. I don't know. Like, if you could express a little bit, what what does why in a bullet point, Chris? Why are you still? Why are you still at church, bro? Like, why are you still serving where you are? Yeah, we'll have Simba's opinion in a second. Yes, he wants to. Speak. He wants to get on the mic. You want to say something? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> Probably lick it. 
I love uh-huh. you. <laughs> uh, why am I? Uh, sorry, yeah. I got distracted with the, what was well, the question? Well, I'm, I'm saying oh, like, why, yeah. <laughs> why are you still 26 and why are you still at church? Why? Why? Because my parents come? make me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you weren't supposed to say that. Yeah. No, that actually, that's the really cool part is our parents, uh, once we became adults, you know, that past 18, right. uh, they said, look, if you don't want to go to church, you don't have to. Uh that conversation really never came up mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because we were never like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling like going to church. Yeah. Um, but it, it it did it would come up in conversation and they would say, you know, you don't have to be there if you don't want to. Right. Mm-hmm. Like is you're not, we're not forcing you to be there. Yeah. We're not forcing you to serve if you don't want to serve. And uh, that did make me think like, huh, that is true. I'm. I'm choosing to serve. I'm choosing to yep. go. Yep. I'm choosing not to um, miss a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And, and and not necessarily, oh, it's, they need me or it can't yeah. happen without me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's not at all the attitude to have mm-hmm. because we can't take that kind of perspective of yeah. like the especially as PKs and a lot of churches are, you know, smaller churches and like, I play drums almost every single Sunday mm-hmm. yeah. and, and I have been for, for the, the last, last eight years eight or years. something like that. Yeah. So uh, I know it is crazy, but yeah, I'm not like, Oh, dreading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not burnt out per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it could be a very easy thing to say in excuses. I'm, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. And it's a, it yeah. would be a valid one. You yeah. know, years of playing every single Sunday. Yeah. It's normal. Yeah. Uh, so I, I get that from a lot of PKs that, that go through that. It's cause that's his, literally his favorite spot to lie down and oh, there's no. microphones. So he's like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, oh, his favorite spots are all taken up. <laughs> um, we'll have to fix that for the next one yeah, for him. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's, so for me, it has been more of like, yeah, I've grown up into it yeah. and also owned up to it. You know, ooh, being ooh, able to own my faith is a huge yeah, portion yes, of, uh, yes. of wow. the, my reason why yes. mm-hmm. is I want to be part uh, because I have that relationship with God where I want to serve him. I'm not yeah. there to serve my parents or just the church. Yeah. I'm yeah. there to serve God, God. you know, ooh, so that's, that's my way. That's that's huge. What about you, bro? Why, what are you still here? Why am I still here? Yeah, why are you still here, bro? Because <laughs> they paid my salary. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point because you got a job. <laughs> got a job. Uh, well, before I, I even had a salary, I think my, yeah, I just loved being part and church was always part of our lives. And now growing up and being able, to, when when you do have the opportunity to cut go or not, uh, when you become an adult, you do uh start thinking, okay, why am I doing this? Am I here for what reason? Am I here because of my friends? Am I here because of it's convenient? Am I here because we have food afterwards? Like, why am I here? And the crackers and the, and the grape juice. Like, why am I here? (laughs) And I think there's not snacks, Andrew. Wait, what? (laughs) The communion is not a snack. I've had like two, two cookies every time. (laughs) (laughs) Those crackers, those little crackers, salted crackers. But the, the truth is that, all those elements come into uh, have a weight towards yeah. why we go, like fam- like friends, totally. uh, food, uh, celebrating, and all that. But the biggest reason is because God speaks to us, and I've had some encounters mm. with the Lord that God has spoken to me in such a deep way where nothing else can match to mm-hmm. that experience. Mm-hmm. 
And then you come to the realization where my life is not mine, mm-hmm. but it's the Lord's. And it's, yeah. and it comes to this, the sense of like, okay, Lord, I'm willing to do anything you want me to do. Yeah. And then you read the word and God says, okay, I want you to be among your brothers and sisters Ooh, and, yeah. and come together frequently. Yeah. And that's for me, an act of obedience. And sometimes when you don't want to go to church, yeah. you still do it yeah. because you know, the Lord tells us, instructs us to. So, yeah. I think that's huge because what you just mentioned is, is two things. You mentioned your, you owned up to your faith and you had a reason why you, you came. And then to your point is Mm -hmm. not only the same thing, but you added that also because that's what God instructs us to, because that's how he's made us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, that speaks to how our culture views church, unfortunately. Like we, we see our relationship with God and, and maybe, maybe, Hey, if the shoe fits, then there it is. But we see our relationship with God as divine, right? Like it's me and God, like 100%. Cause we have focused so much on like your relationship with God, with Jesus is very personal. And that's so true in, in many yeah. aspects of it. And then we of course read the Bible and everything, but then church has almost become less biblical for people and more just like human institution, mm-hmm. just like a human tradition. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't go to the gym every single day. I'll go and I'll show up and I like my community at the gym. I yeah. like my social club, yeah. but that's basically what church is yeah. for a lot of people. But what we realize is when we read scripture, that is not the case. Sure. Like your relationship with God is, is divine. That ability to have a relationship with God, the Bible is divine, but church is divine as well. Mm-hmm. Church is a divine idea. Yep. from God. It's the way he's made us. It's called the body of Christ. Like Correct. people, there weren't people that got around together and decided, you know what? I want to create a new position called pastor because I'm bored and let's all get together and listen to me preach. Yep. No one came up with that idea. Mm-hmm. Like that was God instituting the body of Christ and getting together with the brethren. Yeah. But bro, something you mentioned was so true. The reason why I think not a lot of people, this is my opinion, I might be wrong, but not a lot of people have a reason why they go to church. I think they go Besides because they social, go, but, but, yeah. but they go cause well they go. But if you don't have a solid reason why you go, you will not have a, a solid reason to make you stay. Mm. So you, you get one bad reason to leave and that's it. Like, because yeah. you had no reasons to stay. Yeah. Besides just, I grew up in church. Yeah. Or like going back to the gym, it's like, oh, you get sick one day. And you're done. And then you're done. Why you are know, you talking like, to me right now? <laughs> the, the, the beginning of the year, New Year's resolution, yeah. I'm going to go to the gym. You go for one week, two weeks, three weeks. You get a little bit of sick. You start missing one day, two days, three days, and then you're done. And yeah. Then, yeah. You know? and, then, and then you give up on it. And then you feel bad for not going to the gym. So you stop going to the gym because you stopped going to yeah. the gym. And this is the endless cycle. And that's yeah. what happens yeah. with church. We miss a Sunday. We do this. Or we we feel like we're not walking with God. So we feel we shouldn't go to church because then other people yeah. are going to judge us. And we have all these kind of false expectations of church. Yes. And, and church and, is nothing like that. Church is not that. Yeah, right. exactly. And, and what you were touching about, like your relationship with God and how you feel like that's like the main focus, which is it is true. Having that yeah. relationship yeah. strong is huge like we can actually go overboard on the other side where we mm. beca- got the church becomes god right like so we 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 want to be part we serve we, everything but we leave out the actual seeking of god mm-hmm. you know and we're just seeking the approval of people or yep. thinking that that's the godly thing to do yeah and that's actually not right. you know and, but all that to say is that whenever you you're focusing too much 
uh, on, uh, well, I wouldn't say too much, but uh, only in God and not to actually church uh, as a body, as a yeah. uh, heavenly institution as well, put by God. I think that that can be correlated a little bit to what our culture has put in as like your psyche state, you know, about mm -hmm. me needing to be good with myself or, or all about, it's all about me. It's all centered into yeah. my mm -hmm. feelings or, mm -hmm. you know, I, I need to focus on my, myself or my, yeah, or yeah. building up myself or yeah. my mm -hmm. mental, my mental health, you know, right. which mm -hmm. that that's a huge, Topic you know, already. box to, sure. to, uh, to open. But I, I'm saying we can kind of focus too much with putting that God into that same box mm -hmm. and saying, well, you, you can't really speak into that because I'm working on my relationship with God. Right. And mm -hmm. that's, that, that's, really my only focus on yeah. that and not really the church the does that, that does that make that, sense i think i think that makes sense because mm -hmm. that's something similar to what mom was one, one time saying when she was talking about like we i think as christians we don't fully understand like the concept of church as the body of christ because if it, if it really is the body of christ is if you're if you ignore the church you're ignoring christ in a way and that's mm. that's that's kind of we were like really like I don't know, man. The Bible says it. Like the Bible says it's the body of Christ. Because here's the thing to your point is we we make ourselves, and I've heard people say this phrase, well, why do I have to go to church if I am the church? Yeah. Right? Like, yes. I, I, yeah. I, am I not the church? You know, yeah. I don't have to go to church. I am the church. Yeah. Which if we read biblically, that's actually not true. Yeah. We are part of the church. We mm -hmm. are not the whole church. Yeah. I'm not the church. We are the church. We are the church. Yeah. yeah. So... That's exactly like First Corinthians twelve when Paul was saying the eye cannot tell the the hand. Yeah. I don't need you. Yeah. But what we're saying is, if and, I'm the church and I'm good to go, is we're yeah. the eye telling the hand, I don't need you. Yeah. And then what if what if uh, there's it says in the same scripture that that what if the whole body was an eye? Right. How would we listen? Yes. And that, I think that's what people who go solo. Yeah. Or they say, ah, I'm the church. Yeah. Well, bro, you're just, you're just ear. Yeah. But no wonder you can't, vision. Heal. you can't you listen. Can't, you have no vision. You, you have no, no vision. vision. You don't have no legs. Like you you're missing anywhere, so much in your yeah. life. And, and, and God knew that God knows that we need yeah. each other yes. to be the, the, the fullness of the church. So, mm -hmm. and, and I, and the reality of why, why this is even a conversation is why isn't everyone at church? Right. Yep. If, if church was just like, oh, well, it's God's go. design and everything. Why isn't everyone at church? Because there's church hurt. Yes. And big word. That's the, that's a big word. You go, everyone's got kind of like their own church hurt stories yep. and, yeah. and, and everything that, that I, I think it'd be good to kind of talk it through and unpack that idea a lot because yeah. God's heart is that we live in freedom and healing. Yeah. And we really walk in God's in God's purpose. So, to and I think that's why I was. I think that's why I was trying to make that point. Is mm. we want to focus only on our relationship with God because that way we can control whether people hurt us or not. Oh, I see. You yeah. know, like yeah. we can because we frame God into the God that we want Him to be, mm -hmm. and therefore He like He can't challenge us. Mm. you know yeah. and because people are not challenging us mm -hmm. yeah so then you avoid hurt at all costs right yeah but we sometimes label hurt the same way as being challenged 
Yeah, or to correction. grow or question right. whether some of the things we think that are right are actually not right, mm-hmm. you know, because we need those people around us to be yeah. able to question some of our some of our ideas yeah. and thoughts. Yeah. So, you know? some, some things are growing pains. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, and we have to differentiate between between something that that's actually church hurt, like someone's abusive, manipulative, mean, and all that, like that's never okay yeah. In, yeah. in any way, shape, or form. And I think I think as people, we can see those things. And definitely people outside of the circles can definitely know, oh man, that's, that's a bad leader or that's yeah. a bad friendship at church and all that. Yeah. But a lot of times when we're in that in that bubble and we've made God in our in our own image, yes. so he can't challenge us, like you said. Yeah. Like nothing, we're not- we gro- only- pick and choose what we want we yeah. just pick and choose and that's like an eye not being able to listen because he has no ears bro can i add something to that yeah so i just thought about this like a lot of times and i i know i've i've gone through uh these these well, mental we've runs through this so we've, like- we, <laughs> but we think that our issue is a mm-hmm. but god wants to address b okay so if we're not around people who can see the log in our eye, yeah, we never think we had B issue. We always true. thought A is my issue. Right. So when we live this this YouTube theology uh-huh. or this TikTok, like I get fed by this, or yeah. even from the same word, yeah. I'm not saying all the time, the word yeah, speaks yeah. amazing. Of course. But we have the lens of A. Yeah. We're like, oh man, they really spoke about this. And, and I've been in this season for three, six months to a year. Yeah about God dealing with this issue in my heart with A. And God mm-hmm. is like, you do not see the other three things that I want you to grow on. Yeah. And, and this happens to all of us. We, can, we think we're convinced in ourselves that this is the only issue that I need to fix. Mm-hmm. But the body of Christ is able to help us yeah. grow yeah. in these other areas. And God speaks to other people yes. and other believers. Yeah, yes. spir- so, spiritual leaders, you know, that's yeah. why we have to be submitted yeah. To leadership, yeah. So they can Ooh, point those you, things. You said out. that word "submitted." Oh, bro, that's the S word. We don't cuss in here, bro. <laughs> yes, we don't. We don't. We don't submission. Well, it's the truth. It's Cringe. A, there has been abuse with submission. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like so much abuse. So much abuse, and and especially outside the church. I think people, like, as believers, we forget how messed up the world is, and and we think, oh, church is the only place where it's like... They're the abuse. Yeah, yeah. no, like, like yeah. Just, let's just I mean, remember, there, take a step it, back. Yeah, you got to take a step back, and there's hypocrisy everywhere. Yes. It, it, everywhere in the world, there's hypocrisy. Yeah. And I get it, because you're you're saying, well, church is supposed to be a place. It is. That, it is supposed and you're to like, be. yes, that's 100%. And that, welcome to the reality of sin. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sin is horrible, and it corrupts, and Yes, there are insecure leaders that that lash out based on their insecurities and their weak leadership. But one thing to, to your point is we ha- we do have to step back and differentiate between a leader that is toxic and a leader that has flaws. Mm, oof. There's a difference because not every leader that messes up is a toxic leader. Yeah, yeah. Like we're all we're all gonna mess up at some point in time. Yeah. No, I get it. If the guy has messed up like ten times on the same thing, and you're like, bro, there's a pattern. You need healing. Yeah. And you need to be set free from something. Correct. Yeah. But at the same time, we're we're all human, and we have to be able to differentiate. Because how many of us we excuse our own times when we mess up as 
playing. Oh, I, it's a mess up. Well, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Believe the best. Give me the I'm benefit of the doubt. I'm still growing. I'm working on I'm it. I'm working on it. I'm yeah. still growing. But the moment someone else messes up, oh, they're out, bro. Whew. You should have yeah. known better. Yeah. yeah. You should have known better. There's no grace to extend there. You did that on purpose. Yeah, you did that on purpose because we are so, we want people to give, to give us the benefit of the doubt of our intentions, yet we judge people's intentions in the worst way. Yeah, possible. And this is just how our, our you know, yeah, sin, it happens, sin works. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. And even like in family, if you have siblings, you can, th- you can really relate that. Nah, bro. Like, yeah, like siblings, nah. yeah, right. Yeah. Like you, you did something, your brother, you know, pushed you down and yeah. you fell. Yeah, and then you did that on purpose. You did that on purpose. And it's Facts, like, I did. Yeah, yes, he, I did. Yes, Actually, I did. Chris would do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and then it comes the, the, re- the reconciliation where mom says, hey, ask forgiveness. Yeah. And sometimes you're not feeling it, yeah. but you ask for it. You say, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then the other brother's like, you didn't mean it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You did not mean it. Yeah. And I think that's church a lot of times. When we can be so childish. Something happens. Well, because church is a family. Yes. It's true. So the more you, the more you spend time with people, the more you rub against people. Yeah. Yes. And then you do something unintentionally or intentionally. Yeah. And then you come back and you have to say, I'm sorry. And then the other person can say, Oh, I forgive you. Or it's like, Oh, you didn't mean it. Yeah. You don't mean it. it, It's like a, you know, it's like when a friend gives you a cookie, you say, thank you. But yeah. when your brother gives you a cookie, you're like, what'd you do with it? Like, <laughs> what'd you do what, to what it? Do you want? What, what do you want? You want a favor? Did you lick it? Yeah, yes. did you lick it before you gave it to me? That is so true. Uh, we, we grow distrustful the, the because of past experiences. Yeah. yeah. Right? We, we, we are not... Man, we would. I wish we were like like God that we keep, we would forgive forgive and forget, you know, yeah. and uh, or forgive and move on. Right. But yeah. we just choose to hold on to it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And no matter how long it is, as soon as something similar happens, you like correlate it immediately to that point. Yeah. And yeah. and that's something that everybody has to yeah. work through. You know, it's nobody's so, exempt. So Andrew, can I ask you this yeah. question? Sorry. So how do you? Distinguish a toxic leader, yeah, and a and a leader who's growing. Oh, bro, I have no idea. It just sounded cool. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I just wanted just to ask. Bars. <laughs> it just sounded cool. Well, I mean, I can't say I'm an expert uh, on it, yeah. but I mean, I I think that it it de- it depends with like we can we can know by evidence, right? Really mm-hmm. by evidence. Is, I mean, is the there Bible a pattern? Says it. Like the Bible says it. Like, by the fruits you will know them, right? Yeah. So it's like if the person comes out with really all good fruits and one bad fruit, is it a bad tree necessarily? No. No. It like, needs to be pruned. In, 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 That's my right. My gosh, exactly. It, it needs to be pruned. That branch, you're not going to chop the whole trunk, bro. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like that that stem, that branch mm-hmm. needs to be pruned. Yeah. And, and I think- So a, healthy fruit comes yeah, out, to out of that fruit. part of the branch, yes. And a tox, I think a toxic leader or a leader who can- who can become toxic is one who will not recognize their mistakes even when they're when they're told their mistakes. Yes. You know, when when someone and this again, people put to- toxicity into leadership, but we can all be toxic people. Yeah. In general. But everyone's like, oh, there's only toxic leaders. Yeah. There's just toxic people. Yeah. And we can all become toxic yes. when we don't recognize our own faults, Oof. when we excuse our faults as just part of our personality. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we're like, well, I'm a Gemini. That's just how <laughs> I'm a three. That? I'm a four. I'm a seven. I'm a, okay. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> what is that? I, dude, I, yeah, 
<laughs> it's, it's they're like dinosaurs, bro. They don't exist <laughs> anymore. So, um, oh man, it's we can excuse ourselves, and it's just, that's just who I am. Look, okay, I I get it that you might be a little sassy, yeah. But there's a problem with sassiness and being rude. Yes. Okay. Like, like I'm sorry, but but God wants us to get to the level where we become like Christ, not more like us. Oof. So, and this is this is this is the craziest thing is is no. and I get there's a balance because you are you, right? God God made you you, but the Bible is not the message of Jesus is not to make the best version of you. Yeah. It is to make you like Jesus. Yes. Because we're trying to become the best version of, of yes. ourselves. And I get that. Of course, we want to develop ourselves and everything. Yeah. But the end goal is not to be the best Andrew. The end goal is to be like Jesus. Because yes. Andrew's not good enough, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, so I need true. It, I need it to be like Jesus. So, yes. I, didn't, I didn't mean to agree with you. Like, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrew's not good not. enough. You're like, yeah. bro, Andrew say that one more enough. time, bro. No, we're, exactly. not, we're all not we, good enough. We have to be like Jesus. So we have to be the, have the temperament of Jesus, the compassion of Jesus, yeah. the meekness of Jesus. Because that's what Ephesians 4, 2 says that we should, it says that we should uh, carry wow. each other's faults. Yes. Yeah. And well, one, we know the verse that says carry each other's burdens and we, we understand that, but it's also, we have to bear each other's faults. That's what literally you can read it. Ephesians four, verse, mm -hmm. verse two and three, it yeah. says be completely humble and bear yes. it with each other's faults. That's something that we're not used to doing. We can bear with each other's burdens because we feel like, oh, there's something bad happened to you. I'm yeah, here well, with you. Let me pray for you. Yes. But did you mess up? Oh heck no, bro. I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna have yeah. grace for you there. Yeah. yeah. But we expect grace to be returned to us. Yeah. So I think a lot of church hurt. Yeah. Again, we we're excluding things where there are you know, 100%, there is one side to the story. And in the sense of there's someone that truly abused, you, yes, no one asked for it. And then that's, that, that's yeah. inexcusable. However, two, two things can be true at, at the same time. Sure. Yeah. There can be real church hurt stories. And at the same time, not every problem you have with someone is a church hurt story. Yes. Oh, not every oh. interaction you have with someone where they were maybe a little mean to you. Now it's a church hurt story. Ooh. And now it's like, I was just hurt by the church and I was, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Fam, like you will not stop church hopping. If that continue, like if you continue going down that I know, road, I, look, I know, I know some unbelievers bar hop, but so many Christians church hop. Ooh. And they're out here just, just for good drinks. I'm just gonna, I don't know. I don't know if that actually applies. But they're they're just church hopping. Yeah. Because look, at the bar, you always see the most random, and maybe you make like one or two friends. I'm speaking from total inexperience, actually, yeah. so I have no idea. But I assume you're you're just there for a drink, but then for church, you're the same thing. And the moment you build a relationship with someone is the moment they can hurt you the most. Yeah. True. Because people are people. That's yes. That's what happens. Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people. We're all hurt. So. Hurt people, yeah. hurt people. And that's what we're not willing to have the maturity to yeah. build deep relationships with people. Yeah. And I'd like to add that the church hopping situation in which I know that there are cases yeah. in which um, because of the immaturity, because we're not able to extend grace because of many situations where people do feel like they have to switch churches and change right. it. But right. I'm not thinking there, there's reasons why that happens. Yeah. Uh, but if you're, if you're in a situation in your church where you're like, man, this is not the place for me. I think there needs to be, it's fine to go to another church, Yeah. but you have to close the book. You have to close the chapter. Ooh. You have to reconcile and say like, yes, hey, reconciliation um, because for sure. of A, B, and Z, C, there's not, there's a reason why we can't be here. Right. But 
we forgive each other, we love each other, and we're here. We're here because of that. But that's yeah. not usually the case. No. Yeah. Usually, the case is like I can't stand. It, it, usually, just, the case is it's like, it's like that that meme of the guy that just disappears. Like, yeah, and yeah. then just gone and then deuces. And then mm-hmm. what what you're what you're doing there is you are skipping an opportunity for God to help you mature so that mm-hmm. that doesn't happen again. Because mm. you're letting the enemy in somehow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so if you're if you're not well, able not to, just in, but you're letting him win. You're letting oh, oh, bro. Wait, you're, say, say the one you're, <laughs> you're letting him win. You're letting him yeah. destroy that relationship yes. and keep it destroyed. Yeah. You know, yeah. keep it in the rubble rather than building it back up. Yeah. Whether it, it is it gonna be the same as it used to be? Probably not. No. Yeah. yeah. If one offended somebody or one actually heard the other backstab the other whatever yeah. version Happen. that has yeah. to be yeah. but in the end you can always build it back up yeah and just go your separate ways anyways yeah but mm-hmm. you cannot leave it in the rubble nope at yeah. least do everything you can yes to reconcile with it yes. but the, you can't change the per, uh, other person the other person might not forgive you yeah the other person might not be able to forgive mm. yeah mm-hmm. but you can do your part and you can let the lord do their part yeah on their hearts yeah mm-hmm. and that that's a completely different posture of your heart yes yeah because you're able to move forward and move on learning from that experience and learning how to love people yeah, yeah. and that I feel like that's such a missed opportunity sometimes when we mm. fall into this bubble of like, well, I just have had church hurt. It's, uh, it, it's, um, I can't get over this. Like right, it's right, how right. they're this person. They, yeah, or, they did this to me, et cetera. But then you see how that all starts getting focused of me, 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 mm-hmm. me, me. I'm just going to say it. It's a pride issue. Oof. It's a pride issue. Yeah, it can be. Church hurt is pride. Mm, how, from how? whichever side it is, because oh, oh, the one the I one see. that hurt you, it's because of their pride. It's rooted right? on. It all starts with pride because it's about you, correct? You know, so yeah. you hurt the other person because you're focused on yourself. Yeah, and I'd like to add something to that because in that I I can't remember if it's in in First Corinthians twelve uh-huh. where it talks about that, but it 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 says something about like when we're not able to reconcile. Our brothers and sisters suffer. Okay, well, that's the thing I was thinking was, about uh, with the body. Okay. Uh-huh. How when when the body suffers, we we all suffer. Like yeah, and yeah, we yeah, yeah. we we it really talks about carrying our, each other's burdens right, and like celebrating right. yeah, with yeah. each other and all that. But it really tells you like if you stab that toe, the body is gonna feel it, mm. and you think it's only you you and that person or you and that leader yeah. or you being the leader and your your mentor or your mentee. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really, you're affecting other people in the church and that becomes yeah. selfish. I think we need to become to God is at calling us to grow in such maturity yeah. that we understand that these issues do not end in ourselves. That if you're going to do it for anybody, do it for your brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. If you're going to ask for forgiveness, selfless, yeah. do it for others. If you yeah. don't feel like, man, this is necessary. It is necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you, you bring up a, a good point at, there was a scripture, I think it was in Hebrews 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be misquoting it, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's Hebrews 12 where it says that don't let a root of bitterness um, grow if not many will be defiled. And it's interesting because a lot of times to your wow. point, we, we feel like hurt is personal. Like it's, well, it's just me. You know, yeah. it's, my, it's my problem. Yeah. But, but there's two things for that is so one person's bitterness is contagious. 
And this oh. happens through gossip, yes. right? Gossip. Look, let's just say this. It's like that. It's, cast, it's very bro. interesting because I know not everyone likes tea, but there's some tea that even coffee drinkers like, bro. <laughs> oh, there's man. some tea that everybody's like, oh, hello there. Everyone starts speaking with British. Everybody accent. becomes Who are we British. Talking about? I'm so sorry. Everybody pulls a pinky tea out, man. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. pinky just goes cling, cling. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then some tea you just got to let the tea back simmer a little bit more for the flavor to get there, you know. And and I just think it's just so. Ugh. Ridiculous. So horrid. I, so horrid. It truly is. <laughs> no. Uh, but here's the thing is, we don't re- realize, and, and here's our hope is we're not, like Chris, there's a million podcasts out there. Uh, we feel that the heart of God is for everyone to walk in healing. And, and, and the only way you walk in healing is because you were first hurt. So the reality of hurt is is there oh, for yeah, many times. True. And that's the thing. People, I, I feel like maybe we don't realize that hurt just happens in this world. It does. It can be intentional. It can be unintentional. I walk around my house and I stub my freaking toe. Mm -hmm. My toe doesn't just get like it. I don't even try and I just stub it. Mm -hmm. And this just happens in the world. You you rub shoulders with someone, you're going to get hurt. Circumstances happen. Circumstances happen. So hurt can even be accidental. Mm -hmm. But what is not accidental is healing when it comes to Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm is the way that God made us to heal from wounds is actually laid out in James. Mm. James says, confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Mm -hmm. So you know how our our physical bodies have a healing attribute to it, that God made it like a healing process. The body of Christ has a healing process, but it it requires us to be in unity with Mm. each other. And it says, confess your sin. Well, you're like, well, hurt is not sin. Bitterness is sin. Mm. Gossip is sin. Envy is sin. Slander is sin. The same chapter in in Ephesians 4 says, put away and get rid of all bitterness and every other kind of malice. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that because, but we have to have the maturity to not allow the sin that someone did against us make us ourselves sin. Oh man, that's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I want to say, hey, when people hurt me, I have a choice of how to respond. I might not have a choice of being hurt, like people just, if someone want to punch me, they want to punch me. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. you know, or they want to say something bad about you or they want to, they didn't invite you to the party or whatever it is, is. They invite you to a youth group. Yeah, they, they invite, invite you to youth group. <laughs> they haven't asked you to be the part of the worship team yet. And you're just like, man, they got a talent. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> um, but the whole point is you can't ask to be hurt. However, healing is our choice have a and word our from responsibility. The Lord. <laughs> exactly. I have a word. God told me I was supposed to be on that stage, bro. That's great. Um, moving on. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll go through the process. Yeah. But here's something that I think we, I want to encourage everybody and ourselves. Look, and we speak from, we don't have all the experience, but yeah. we've been in church for all our lives and in, in ministry front lines for like the last 10 years. Yeah. We've had, we've, we've seen some We've stuff. seen stuff. Also, I want to yeah. make a point that is there biased? hundred percent. Oh, sure. Like yeah. we can't say here, sit here and say, we're not biased. Mm-hmm. We are biased to the experiences we've lived. Yeah. Right. You know? So some people out there but that might be watching them like, well, yeah, obviously they say all this because they're biased because they haven't experienced what I have experienced. Sure. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, that's always, I feel like that's always everybody's excuse. Yeah. It's like, you haven't gone through what I've gone through. Yeah. Right. And it's true. We haven't gone through what you've gone through. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't excuse the fact that Jesus can still 
walks yeah. you through that process of healing. Exactly. Yeah. There is healing at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. We have to, you just have to come to the realization that you have to take and accept and say, I need to work this out. Mm-hmm. You know? So because, that's because all he- I wanted to make. Healing is our choice. Healing is our responsibility, meaning we take the first step in healing. Mm-hmm. And the only question is, to your point, is if you're if someone's listening to this and they're like, well, they don't understand my story. The good news is, to be honest, I don't have to understand your story because I'm not the one healing you. Yes. Jesus is. Yes. That's so good. Jesus is the one. And do we feel like Jesus doesn't understand our hurt? Yeah. Do we feel like Jesus didn't ha- get hurt by his disciples from the closest one betraying him and literally yeah. like stabbing him in the back, basically? Yeah. Like Jesus is the one healing us. Yeah. But it does require us asking ourselves this question is, how long will I stay hurt? Yes, the time. How Fact long? number one, two things can be true at once. I've been hurt. You can say that. And you can say, I have been hurt. Sure. But how long will we stay hurt? Because healing um, is our decision and our process. Yeah. Yes. And 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 this is something that I, I feel, and obviously y'all, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all can mm-hmm. add, add to this, is we don't want to become the people that our hurt becomes our identity and our point of conversation. Mm-hmm. That's all. We're, we're like the kid that comes to school always in the cast. And that's all he can talk about. Hey, what happened to your arm? Hey, man, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then next <laughs> week he comes with, in, with in his leg. And all, you know, all he wants is attention. <laughs> he just wants attention. And that's all the conversation is the cast. You know, I feel like if we would put spiritual lens on, Mm. And we'll see the church yeah. with spiritual glasses on. Yeah. Everybody would be, have casts on. Yeah. Because I I feel like it, we grow used to the cast. Yeah. We like the cast. Yeah. Mm. It be, the cast becomes our identity. Yeah. Yes. You know? And, and it would, you know what the church should have? Mm. Is a lot of cast breaking. You know, yeah, a yeah, lot of where the the process has been walked through. That is a lot time of to us take off wa- the cast. A lot of us start the process, yeah. meaning we let Jesus put on the cast yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to fix the bone, to right, fix yeah. the hurt. Right, right, right. But then we like to leave it on, even though the bone is healed. Yes, right. But, we, but we feel like it still hurts. <laughs> so we, take off we, the cast. We still homie. point at it and say, yeah. my arm is broken. It's been yeah. broken six years. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and then we say like, can you sign it? Yeah. You know, whenever you're young, and we were talking about this. Yeah. You go yeah. to school, and you, always want you them see to all sign. the kids; they're all signed, all the casts and everything. I feel like we start co-signing people's pain. Oh. We start signing people's pain and yeah. saying, yeah, affirming it. I affirm your pain yeah. instead of saying. Let's work to get that cast off. Yeah. Let's work towards yeah. getting that. That doesn't mean it's not broken. Yeah. Well, there's a reason. There's you a had reason a cast you have a cast place. on. Yeah. But it's like the first question is like, how long has that cast been on? Yeah. Yeah. And have you let Jesus actually inspect and yes. make sure it's been healed fully? Yes. You know. Yeah. And I, wow. bro, it's you know what? Sorry, I'm gonna end here. I'm okay. gonna end here. Okay. We start getting ghost pains. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what a ghost Spam. pain is? Yeah. Whenever you're fully healed uh, out of something or like a bone or a, a surgery or something, you will get, your body will have a reflex Yeah. to wow. thinking that you're still hurt where you, where it, it actually had pain before. Yes. Because it got, it, it was used to having pain in that area. Yes. But it's, it's no longer broken. It's yeah. no longer hurt. 
Yeah. But we are so used to and so in yes. the mud of wanting to be hurt. Right. Yeah. That we start experiencing ghost hurting. We're like, oh wait, no, I'm still hurt. But in reality, you're not. And that that's that's the lie of the devil right there. Yes. yes. In, in Christ, you have been healed and he has healed you. And like you said, we can have those those yeah. ghost things. Bruh, wow. holy, holy cow. I like and, to I like to end with this. Yeah, bro. As well. Um that the casting when God, when Jesus asks us to take off the cast, yeah. a lot of times I feel like people don't want to take it off because that's the only thing that they feel like their identity is in. Yeah. Um, like one, a big part of their identity because that yeah. was their way of, that's how they dress. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah. everything was around so the cast. Part, yeah. And I feel like I want to speak to those of us who may be afraid of taking that cast off because then it's like, whoa, how do I come into a room? Like, or how do I present myself? Or <laughs> right. like, I don't have a cast to talk about. Like, what I don't do have a story. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't have something to, in mm. a, in group conversations, like to talk about this yeah. whole past thing. And, and the truth is that God wants to give you a new identity because what, where, how, how some of us, I think can't imagine a life without that pain where it's not about the pain anymore. Mm. And I feel like God wants to take us to that level three or level four, or that next level of like, yeah. where you're not no longer talking about your pain, but you're talking about God's God redemption yes. and how to help other people's pain. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and then you see it all of a sudden becomes not about you. Yeah. You're kind of like are lost in obscurity, yeah. which is, which is holy. And I think it's, it's super powerful. So I'd like to end with that, to encourage yeah. people to, yeah. to know that if they take their casts off, Jesus will give them the identity they need. That is powerful. That is yeah. powerful, man. You, I, I was tearing up a little <laughs> bit because because it's so true. It's that's true. that's ultimately what what God yeah. wants to do, and He wants to see us. Your identity is supposed. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be healed. That's yeah. that's what you're supposed to walk in is is healing. Yeah, and not not in hurt. You know, because yeah. there is a healer that can heal you. Yeah. And and if if you're watching this as we just wrap up and this maybe it's going to require you to get a little bit more plugged in to a healthy church, not a perfect mm-hmm. church, but a healthy community yeah. folks where you can share these things. You can share the hurt and allow God to heal you yes. through his word, through his presence, but ultimately through his body yeah. as well. And you know, our heart in these conversations as the counter current, what that's what it means to be counter the current because the current currently right now is just walking and making your pain, your identity. But when you go against the current, that means that now your healing yeah. is is what now de- defines those areas yes. that once were hurt. Yes. And well, that really wraps up the first. I th- I think that's pretty solid. Yes, yeah. That was uh, great. Uh, maybe later we could touch just on um, how to identify a healthy church. You yeah. know, because it, it, it should not look like an AA meeting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not about what, sitting in a circle and yeah. saying, "Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm an alcoholic." Or, you know? or it, it's not supposed to look like a superficial church where we never address exactly issues. Yes, it can so, be both sides. Yeah, but it should be. Hi, my name yeah. is Chris. 
I'm a son of God and walking a process. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? Somebody <laughs> preach in this house. But anyways, let's well, put y'all, a pause y'all can stay for the service after end. this episode. We're going to yeah. have a service. Chris will be preaching. We'll have ministry up in the front. Yes. Uh, here and with every eye closed and every head bowed. Yeah. yeah, with every head bowed and eyes uh, closed. I just want to bless you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Well, well, we'll see you on the next yeah. one, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.